0: we're on and we're on good morning good morning Good morning, everyone we have a guest today very exciting miss Carly Decolla she's our yoga teacher we, we refer to her as Carly high plank Decolla <laughs> because mm-hmm. we do a lot of high planks um, but yeah we're excited so just getting into it do I have my jingle bells today I don't think I do um, we'll start with we thought we'd maybe add like a mantra of the day which is just a nice centering thought that you can kind of think of that may help you uh, feel a little bit better today. So the one that I came across the other day, I'm not not even sure where I found this, but it says, when I shine bright, others shine bright with me. So I thought that that. was really good with Carly here today because she certainly shines bright in our yoga class. Thank you. Thanks guys. (laughs) And then um, that book
1: that I mentioned that my husband bought me randomly off Amazon and I was laughing about it. Anyway, quote passage from that Century in Thought, and it's actually, I really enjoy that book. And it says, always be yourself, the real, imperfect, flawed, different, unique, beautiful you. It is way too exhausting trying to fit in or be someone you are not. Your unique kind of magic attracts the people, places, and things that are best suited for you. Be healthy in
0: body, mind, and soul very, very good. I like that. Yeah. A lot. And th- those, that book you got you is just these little passages every day.
1: Yep. Yeah, literally 365. And there's one exactly like the one I just read. It's just really short and sweet and I actually have been keeping it in my car. Uh-huh. Um, and any kind of second I get where I'm feeling a little overwhelmed, which has been a lot lately. We are not mentally well.
0: No, Check <laughs> in not doing too well.
1: Oh, so they're doing okay. Um,
0: they helped me get back to, um, you're okay you're yeah. okay <laughs> yeah they're good centering thoughts again it, it's 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 a little bit longer it's almost like that secret app mm-hmm. um, but it seems like this is more about connecting the, the body part of it is that right um I or? think it's so much just
1: awareness okay of yeah oh, well they're all kind of different I'll read another one um, a different day we record for sure. Yeah. But.
0: but I thought these were good too for um, our girl Carly that joined us today because you are certainly very good at being your unique, authentic self. I really appreciate even on Instagram when you like, post your videos and you're like, I'm nervous about this or this is making me uncomfortable, but that's where you, know, you can really grow and actually let yourself be yourself. So, okay. yeah. Comment on thanks that. Namaste. Yeah. Namaste. <laughs> namaste. How do you say that? <laughs> no no. Namaste. namaste. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I like, I like that more. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I like that too. But yeah, a little chit chat mental check in. Your girl Shay's is not doing too well.
1: <laughs> well, I am not. Um, this week, I um, basically, just to make it short and sweet, I am derailed, like, off the tracks. <laughs> that sounds kind of sexual, but it's not. Like, just kind of knocked off the train track. I'm just kind of out there. Like, I'm just trying to get back on my train tracks right now. So. Yeah,
0: and my company, we went through a massive layoff, uh, which always throws me for a loop. And if anybody else is in, the type of sales that I'm in, it's par for the course, but it's awful because really good people lose their job. It's sad. I know they all end up better off than you know ever. I'm sure because they're all great people. But then you have like survivor's guilt with that, and then you get switched around. You have a new customers. You've got to learn a new boss. New, new areas. New for you. areas. Yeah, and then you just have the, I start to like doubt myself and have imposter syndrome. <laughs> and it just spirals, start to Um, obsess.
1: Yeah, and I've been struggling (laughs) to, like my kid's school schedule's been changed last minute after I've already changed appointments around, and I've just been kind of feeling like I'm not able to 100% do my job how I can do my job, because I'm just constantly jumping through hoops to even make appointments happen. But then I was telling Che on our walk this morning, it's like um, these feelings are temporary, and usually like 85% of the time I am, you know, optimistic. It's great, but it's just that 15%
0: of the time really just knocks you down. You yeah, know? it definitely it really does. does. Um, that's it. We, we had our little walk this morning. I felt good just to get it out. Sometimes I think you just need a buddy to talk to. That like, release. Yes. Yeah. Just Quote kinda... from Carly. Yeah, you got release. Because <laughs> you're Like, I recognize my brain's obsessing about this. Uh, the hamster help. wheel,
1: right? Yeah. yeah.
0: And I was telling Jayla yesterday, I asked my mom if she would watch my son because I also think our expectations were set that our kids were going to be back in school this week. And oh then, yeah, you know, snow day on Groundhog's Day. Yeah. So here we are again, home with the kids, trying to work. And you, I don't want them to remember me as a bitch, but I know. my God, that's all I've been. So I'm like. Shh. And then finally, I was like, shut up. (laughs) Yeah. But I asked my mom to watch my son yesterday. I took him there and I legit felt the stress relieve my body. Like it just evaporated, which was crazy town because, you know, I know he had a better day too. I want him not to be on his iPad all day, which Mm -hmm. is what happens when he's with me. Um, so oh, okay. that doesn't feel good, but we're gonna get back to feeling good this we week. We are,
1: which is one thing we feel good as we go to yoga and we see our wonderful, beautiful teacher Carly there.
0: Yes, so super authentic, creative, mindful person. She, we knew Carly not initially from yoga, but um, she used to teach our kids at yeah. dance. Yeah. Um, so yeah,
1: Carly, but, welcome.
2: Yeah. Thanks, guys. How long have you been practicing yoga? So, for me. I actually started about two and a half years ago because I was really intimidated by the way that we've westernized yoga and the emphasis we put on being fit rather than being like your healthiest mentally and physically. So I think that's why I was so apprehensive into starting. And then I found Ovi Power Yoga and it just clicked right away. The physical aspect of it I was obsessed with and the mental part it just felt like that release that I needed to get something out of my head if I was having one of those days. Absolutely. That makes
0: yeah. sense. And you, you're a dancer. You've been a lifelong dancer, a really good creative choreographer as well.
2: Hello.
0: somebody jogging by, we know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can talk a little bit about that too. And you're still, your I love the way you talk about, like, your dreams with dancing as well. Um, but and, they will happen. And, yeah, yeah. Cause they're We'll get into that a little bit later, but yeah, with dancing and yoga, they kind of go hand in hand and I'm impressed that after dancing all day, you still come and do yoga. <laughs> oh,
2: no. Yeah, it's definitely difficult, but I just kept, when I went through teacher training, I had that one up on everyone already having taught dance and having taught people in general. Um, And I just tried to fuse the two and I'm still trying to fuse the two, like incorporate different movements or just different messages Mm -hmm. that really resonate with me when I'm dancing. And maybe they can with others when I'm teaching yoga, it was, it was an adjustment, but a good one for sure.
0: I can tell with you too, like you can definitely see your dancer part of it. And what I like about your class as well is like you, you're, You've helped me a lot on the backbends. Mm. Oh, yay! And I've never really realized, but, like, as you get older, and off, obviously my, my job, and I, I used to drive a lot, and I don't really do that much right now, but my back was lost a lot of mobility. And you mm-hmm. don't really realize that you're able to get that back, but Carly's yeah. really helped with that.
2: Oh well, yay, I'm yeah. glad. Because uh-huh. that's a hard thing. Anything backbending-related, mm-hmm. it's hard to trust yourself, one, because we're scared of hurting our backs so once you know you can go there it's a beautiful thing so I'm really glad that that's happened for you so question of the day how old are you Carly (laughs) oh lord I'm 25 I hit I hit a crisis when I turned 25 last summer She's a it baby. No oh, baby. It was bad. I would I would like to say twenty-four twenty-three forever. <laughs> That's a good number for me. Hey, well, I'm
1: thinking my thirties are my best life right now. Oh, well, oh yay! Forties,
0: I hear, are your best decades. We've got 40, 30s, and twenties yeah. <laughs> in the car. Um, but Carly, I have to tell you, for a 25-year-old, you are way ahead mentally healthy. Wise than I ever was. I was an asshole when oh I was my 25 gosh. years old. I Thank was a you. mess. Yeah, <laughs> complete and utter. Yeah, you know, oblivious person. And you are not. Do you like so, Carly? Do you practice like mindfulness? Do you study it? Because it sure seems like it. So I and thought about How did about you get this. on that? Yeah,
2: I actually think I've been practicing it since I was really young. When okay. I like went back and really thought about it. I remember being in like third grade and knowing what was right for me and what was wrong for me and acting on that. Mm -hmm. My mom did a fantastic job of teaching me that I'm the boss of myself and I think that realizing you're autonomous is like the first step in mindfulness because you're your own governing body and you need to know what serves you so that it can serve someone else but also know when you're doing something that's like not so hot, and you should like stop doing that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
2: That's that. How did you do? You think your mom did that for <laughs> us? Curious moms here. I little don't <laughs> know. She, she's such a badass. Like she kept her last name, mm-hmm. and she, I think growing up, in the way that I did, and with the people that we did, she was. It forced her to be like, no, look at that. That's not what you want Mm -hmm. out of your life. Like, this is what you need. It was more so just, like, showing, like, hey, you're capable of much more. And then you have to stick to it and keep doing things that benefit you.
0: So it sounds like she worked on the brain health a lot too from a young age so Jayla and I are starting to realize as an adult your brain can control you or you can control it it is almost like a complete freaking separate entity it's terrifying (laughs) and as you start to learn that it is completely terrifying and Mm -hmm. it wants to take you down you know a negative path all the time but if you become more aware and it literally takes training though yes um awareness awareness you can get through that um, I think I mean I can tell with you too one thing that I notice about your classes you talk a lot about like visualizing um, which is a goal that I have this year I, I never really, it never really clicked for me the visualizing part of it but as I read about it more it talks about how you can't your brain can't determine when you're visualizing whether that's reality or not mm-hmm. but it still it just reacts, it just reacts yeah. the same way and emits vibrations the same way
2: mm-hmm.
0: do you practice visualizing? oh
2: yeah I think as, like, a choreographer, that's Mm -hmm. the one way that I'm able to create if I just need an outlet without actually moving. Mm -hmm. I just want to sit there, put music on, and I, like, visualize the type of choreography I would want to create to it. That's a good point. I also do this thing in my car when I'm driving anywhere. I picture myself doing my dream job as a dancer and it brings me to tears every time because I get Mm. so excited, and like how you said, your brain doesn't know if it's reality or not, and Mm -hmm. I think that that's the moment where I'm like, if that were to actually happen to me, that would be my reaction like every time before I would go on stage. It would be like immediate relief, like everything that you did and have gone through worked for this moment so that is actually yeah. an
0: abraham hicks method did you get do you read her stuff no Maybe. but i've
2: been listening to your podcast yeah. so i'm fully i'm like <laughs> oh yeah invested now in one. you need to get to, the book because yeah. i'm on
1: like chapter two and i was telling shay when i started reading it i feel like it's one of those books that you need to have someone reading it with you and then like talk about it it's
0: deep because
1: it's like hard to understand but then when you understand it's like you want to talk
0: about it you know yeah
1: Um, so you should get that book.
0: I forget what she she calls that process, but it it, literally, you're already ahead of the time because she talks about when you are driving, visualizing yourself doing something, you know, that makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. And for your point to the, get yourself to the point where you feel like tears of joy, you're doing a a really (laughs) good job and that's going to happen for you. It is. Um,
2: thanks guys.
0: But maybe we could talk a little bit too. the, one of the interesting things, many interesting things about Carly. Is that she is, is it traumatic brain injury that you Mm -hmm. had? She is a traumatic brain injury survivor. Um, And that's not, that's not easy to overcome. Um, She's pretty open with it too. And so we, we don't know much about your story with that, but we see where you are now. And it's clear that you've done a lot of work and it's inspiring. Yeah. Jayla, any questions? Like, do you just want to take us through Yeah. I
1: mean, I just kind of, what happened? Yeah. Mm -hmm um and you know how did you get from there to here basically so if you want to take the
2: floor yes so long story short i was 15. it was actually came up with my 10-year anniversary in december and i was just in gym class and i had gotten elbowed at the temple i decided to walk that day instead of play the game and when I was walking there was someone who like was jumping up for the ball and came down on my temple. I kind of like blacked out for like two seconds and then I was like back with it and I was just groggy the rest of the day, I had a headache and I didn't think anything of it because I was like, Well, I get hit all the time at cheering from like flying arms. This is mm-hmm. no different.
0: By the way, we were all cheerleaders in this car. That's awesome. I love that. Go team. Go Go team.
2: (laughs) Yes. But, so yeah, I went to cheering that night Mm -hmm. and actually tumbled. I... Oh no. We were getting ready for OVAX and I just, my brain was kind of like scrambled eggs at that point. So, next day I go to the doctor's and I like epically fail the neurological testing to where... It was just really bad, and I didn't realize that it was that uh, yeah. intense so from that day forward, that's when my life kind of like the trajectory of my future was completely derailed basically yeah. crazy so, town yeah it's it definitely was crazy town yeah <laughs> so what what
0: how do what, what were the doctors telling you, and how did you get through that and You know, what what were they telling you about? Like, were you not allowed to do physical activity? Yeah. So
2: I was out of school and I sat at home. I like to describe it as going through a brain injury is the darkest room you'll ever be in by Mm -hmm. yourself, no matter who's around you, supporting you. No one will ever know what went through your head or what didn't go through your head because you couldn't even think anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a 15-year-old taking Vicodin, sleeping pills, and Klonopin daily. Mm. And so I went from being active not only with sports but with my social life and with school to just being ripped away. Isolated. Yeah. Yeah, just sitting and doing nothing and my I had the greatest doctor ever he actually uh, relocated to Akron but he was he got my mom and I both through it and I saw him every single day because I would take the impact test probably three times a week oh my gosh and <laughs> so yeah
0: so that is crazy too to go from and you because you're a dancer and obviously cheerleader physical I'm learning this about myself too Physical movement is so important to some people, right?
1: Mm-hmm. It is. And yeah. if you
0: if you take that away, it's like who who am I? Yes. And you're isolated and having to take pain medications and not able to think. When you're fifteen. And, and you're yeah. fifteen where social stuff is so important.
1: It is. Um, now, um how long did this happen? Like when did you start seeing like the light at the in the tunnel to where you could like transition
2: back? Yeah. So that's a really good question it was i wasn't allowed to start physical therapy for a long time because there was too much stimulation to where I would just my my head would just hurt so much or i couldn't even like stand I would just get dizzy so the when I was able to start physical therapy i'm not i don't really remember when that was a lot of things from my brain injury I am able to like um Rehearse, basically, just from what my mom would say at the doctor's office, so I, like, learned from her, right. not from yeah. memory. Right. Um, but when I was able to start types of therapy, I did physical therapy. Then I had a convergence issue with my left eye, so I couldn't read well oh my because gosh. my left eye would just, like, wander.
0: And you're a pretty avid reader, right?
2: I wouldn't say avid, but I do like to read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I would like to be an avid reader, actually.
0: Well, I'm trying to learn to be, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
2: So I did vision therapy, and I did acupuncture for pain. I did a little bit of speech therapy to help with um, the, like, reading something and then remembering what I had just read. Yeah. And that was... I didn't do that for a long time. I did craniosacral therapy, which is actually... Was What saved me the most?
0: What is that?
2: So you guys would love it because it's very chiropractic
0: kind of stuff.
2: Um, I guess you can, in a way, but without any type of manipulation. So she would really just cup my head. Did you go to a chiropractor, or this is the? This is the craniosacral therapist. She's very like. She's into yoga. She's very Mm. like, like. Hippie lady. Where was she? She was at Wood Rehab. Oh, interesting. And she, wh- I what 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 is it? <laughs> so, it she never applied more pressure than like a penny. Okay. And I would go in there with pain or just not being able to sleep, and she would just hold my head hmm. and like lightly touch my temples she would feel the vibration of my ear so she would rub her fingers together like outside of my ear and it would sound like a colony of bees was right there and then she would do her thing Mm -hmm. and then the vibration was gone and that honestly is what settled my body wow like it was wild my mom and I were super like we never discovered acupuncture and that was our first form of like holistic type of medicine so when those things worked we were both like this stuff is real and so much better for you than
0: the drugs the drugs, drugs oh, and yeah.
2: anything else really
0: did you go to dr wang here for acupuncture.
2: I went actually to UPMC up in Pittsburgh, okay. and his name was KK, and my craniosacral therapist was KJ. So it was oh. quite confusing for me the entire time. Oh. I'm like sounds like one? a um like a brain test.
0: Yeah, KK yeah. KJ. Part of my therapy. Well, I was going to say a rap group, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> crisscross.
1: That too. Yeah. But...
0: Oh my goodness. Okay, so I went to Dr. Wang here for um acupuncture for fertility stuff, and I will say there is something about it like it brings blood flow to whatever area which helps with the healing and all that stuff i'm reading a book now i just started it it's by dr um deepak chopra i'm, I'm into him guys <laughs> um but it's called the healing self so i'm interested to see if, w- yeah, like, yeah like like what they say about that eastern side of it and the way that the mind can help direct healing thoughts towards an area that's not well and actually rebuild it
2: yes um, it's wild, that whole area of medicine, and it was crazy. Well,
1: it's essentially you healing yourself, yeah. which is why it's so wild, but then if you think about it, why is it wild? Yeah. Right. Because you know your body more than anybody
0: can te- knows your body, or can tell you about your body. Yep. You, you know? And you have to be your own advocate, which is hard when you see somebody with a white coat, and they're telling you yes. what to do about yourself. Um, so, how how did you shift your did you think this was going to be your life forever were you able to like get to the mindset where you knew it was temporary and when did you start to see changes
2: yeah i definitely thought that i was going to be nothing it was told to me at one point by a physical therapist actually Mm. unfortunately so i left them and then went to the physical therapist up in Pittsburgh that does, like, the penguins and stuff. She was also But
0: that godsend. thought's still in your mind, yeah, you know, of you're going to be nothing and that's hard to but, overcome. Um,
2: yeah. It is hard to overcome because you already are thinking that.
0: That's damaging. And,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's almost like, do they want to tell you that because they want to
0: prepare you for worst case scenario?
2: Yeah. Or it's like, I don't what know. What are
0: their intentions for saying exactly. something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: very... <laughs> yes. So I think when I started to see a change and what helped uh, get the momentum going for that is definitely, it's all my mom. She wrote down every single thing. And I mean, like, from how I was feeling, we called them good head days or bad head days. Mm -hmm. And if I was able to do my physical therapy, which at that point was just walking in a straight line or tossing a tennis ball up and down and catching it and or standing there with my eyes closed. And you I were
0: someone that was like a tumbler, a cheerleader, yes. a very physical, yeah, and capable person.
2: I couldn't even like stand. Oh my goodness. So, mm. her and this writing, is how long after <laughs> So, this I would say would have started spring of the following year of oh the therapies. Yeah, that's overwhelming. Yeah, and then they continued for a long time. Did you go back to school at this time? No. Okay. I did half days. I tried half days, I should say, and it was too much. And I was, going, I was doing half days into sophomore year and throughout sophomore year. Okay. Um, junior year was definitely when I was able to be there full time. Still not... I was not where i wanted to be i knew that that school was too much at that time and you know they at, and at that time brain injuries they weren't really no known no. and no one not that no one cared but no one cared to know well, how I think much the, difficult. the brain is probably very complex yeah you we're, know? we're yeah. just starting we're it. just it, it's, it's
1: a different yeah. person inside yes. your head inside your body
0: I but think really that's the insane. way we could, we need to give them like a name almost. Yeah, I know. So like Hitler's here again. Hitler's yeah. here again. <laughs> gotcha. uh, that's so funny. Yeah, like it, yeah. Nobody wants that. No. Um. So your mom would write down for you when you were having good days and bre- bad brain days.
2: Yeah, she. And then I would scream and cry because I couldn't do my physical therapy, and I would say, "I don't want to do it. I can't do it. I'm tired of this." And she would pull out the journal. She did, but look, last night you stood up for 10 seconds and you just did it for 20 today. Oh,
0: so, so do they yeah. think, like, when you got hit in the head with the elbow, because, you know, as a former cheerleader, and you were too, mm-hmm. do they think you had maybe some pre-existing concussions? Were you a flyer? Had you ever gotten hit in the head before? Or I'd this never, just happened?
2: I'd gotten, like, bumped, but nothing was ever, like, oh, there's something wrong like i'm having trouble focusing i was definitely like all good okay. beforehand
0: that is so um so interesting to think about like the level of force and where it hit you yes and how how severe that must have been
2: it's all about mm-hmm. where you get hit because i'm okay. very fortunate that i was not in a car accident you know yeah. i tell people my story is not that exciting because i didn't it wasn't this tragic accident and I'm very grateful for that and I know a lot of people have it worse than I had it but I still had it well I don't know about
0: that Carly that's not I mean that's a struggle yeah for a 15 year old maybe (laughs) the best thing for you too was that you did have such a young body yes and a young brain you were Um, still you still had that
2: resilience yeah yeah like malleable and I could mold it Easier than if I were to get it like now, yeah, yeah,
0: so how many years were you doing therapy? Are you still doing physical? I mean no um, you're uh... so physically capable <laughs> 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 You are a badass As... <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: I mean. um, honestly, I can't really say the end date because it just kind of trickled off. It was something that just I was able to walk away from and now, do my Now do own. you
1: um like do you ever do you ever have signs of the present day of you having like the brain injury oh, something yes. like smack you in the face where you like just have to stop good and question. like take it back you know
2: Very good pull question.
1: back on what you're doing
2: Yes I from a brain injury uh, anxiety and depression unfortunately is the symptom it is yeah. the side effect it is you are going to have it at some point and I still have it and um I find my I get overwhelmed very easily when there's too much stimulation like if you're talking and I'm trying to think about what I want for dinner I get like irritable and I'm I, like, can't – I'm like, okay, I need you to stop talking. I need to figure this out first. Then you can say what you want to say, even if it has nothing to do with anything. And It's just, like, I need to put my hair in a ponytail. Yeah. I still get overwhelmed. And the irritability is what is still present to this day, which is why yoga has helped so much. Yeah. And just mindfulness. The stillness. Yeah. yeah. Still-
0: just be just being you. Yes. Just being yeah, and I imagine you as a dancer too, like picking music that doesn't irritate you is probably because oh, some of, some of those songs are so irritating. they'll get you.
2: Oh, they will. <laughs> and, it, and it that is therapy for me, music. I'm like if it's something I can't like when that whole baby shark fad was oh. happening, <laughs> yeah. I was like avoided it at all costs when I was teaching younger kids. I was like, we are we can listen to anything else. But that because there's
0: probably some subliminal message in there too, there
2: probably is that we don't want to know about yes <laughs> that um, we shouldn't
0: yeah, so life now with the brain injury, um knowing that you had it in the past because we had talked, I'm sure there's still like you had gone on a ski trip recently, and you had talked about mm-hmm. being a little uh cautious around letting yourself do activities where you, obviously you could you could hit your head, is that something that they tell you, or is that just a fear that you have to
2: they uh, – it's definitely something that they say to be aware of, like, if I wanted to ski. But it's more so a fear because I would not have control over that moment. And yeah. then it would put everything that I worked for to help with, like pain management. I'll still get those really bad migraines. so okay. And uh, –
0: was that the biggest symptom was migraine? Mm-hmm.
2: It was like vomiting and mm. just everything, not being able to move because you're in so much pain. I'll get those still. So I think that that's where my biggest fear is. I don't want to experience that pain again. Yeah. And speaking of that, I my latest one that I had in November, I think. I, this migraine? Yeah. I found mm. a pressure point that actually helped take it away typically go get a nice uh cocktail iv at med express that takes it away right away but i pressed my thumb into one temple and then i was on romeo's arm with the other and there was just enough pressure from his arm that it actually took the migraine away, and it was one of my worst ones I'd ever had.
0: Interesting. Yeah, it was
2: insane. That's so, good to yeah. you know.
0: I think that those things definitely. Um, have knowing know your body too. You yeah, know, it's almost like your body was telling you to do. Yes. Like, how did you get yourself, um, as a 15-year-old, in somebody that's in so much pain where they're throwing up, off of medication like a Vicodin?
2: I got lucky. I got really lucky. Addiction yeah. runs in my family just from addictive thoughts, addictive yeah. anything. And I i don't know. I got so lucky. I think I just knew that I didn't want to go down a path of drug addiction because that's such an easy brain disease to get, yeah. any type of addiction, because it's repetitive and then you get used to it. So I just... I had that in my head a lot and I think it just made me more aware of like, okay, can I, can I go without taking a Vicodin? Mm-hmm. Can I just stay in pain for a little longer so that I don't have to take it?
0: Yeah. That's interesting thought. I've, I've listened to a couple of things on pain and they talk about like our society is almost conditioned, at least in the Western world, to not feel any pain. Like we don't want to feel a lick yep. of it. And when we do, we're looking to fix it right away or whatever, like cover it up. Um, uh, So that's, that is interesting. I do think you have to get to a point where you're like, I'm okay with like, I can tolerate this and somehow calm yourself down.
2: And we associate pain with like shame and like vulnerability and it has such a negative connotation when in all actuality, that's like strength, being vulnerable and knowing shame. And feeling pain and sitting with that is the strongest thing that you can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, we need to remind people that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We don't like to feel you
2: know? No. no. Like
1: just... Uncomfortable or any kind of... Yeah. I love feeling everything. <laughs> well, I'm
2: like, we're all feelers. Give it to me all.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're learning about that for
1: well, sure. Well, that's very inspiring, Carly. Yeah, thank
0: uh, you. Um, yeah, so if for anybody that's dealing with this kind of stuff, what would you say your best, like, what do you do every day to keep your, your brain right?
2: A journal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's the one thing I can't go without right now. I also have to just write something down in my agenda that mm-hmm. is as simple as I brushed my teeth today. Okay. Because reminding yourself that doing small tasks is a big task, it's a huge thing in your mental recovery. I get caught up in people saying like oh this is my to-do list and there's like 20 things on it that are super impressive and I'm like how are you what where do you find time to do this because don't you take a nap yeah (laughs) don't you eat and so I started doing that and it's helped immensely now I've only started this within the last year okay because it's taken me a long time to get to a really healthy place with my brain To where I feel comfortable in not accomplishing a task. And I feel comfortable with um, just feeling how I'm feeling. Well,
1: you know what? One thing that I was planning, I don't know if I've really done it, it was a goal for me, was to celebrate um, life's minor goals because it makes so much sense that we are conditioned to, once we reach a goal. We don't even sit with it and we're not happy about it. We just go to what's the next thing. And now what? Yes. And now what? what? And Mm -hmm. I'm guilty of that with my job, Mm -hmm. um, with just anything. So it's like you say, brushing your teeth. Like if you just find the joy and the satisfaction and just sit with it, like it can help you, um, just be a, a find the joy yes. be a happier yeah. person and I feel like you know some of these things that I accomplish I don't even enjoy them no. because I just
0: breeze right through it you no. know and you and I are both impacted by what people think of us too oh, shit, right? oh, yeah. in a way that like it'll wreck me which yes is...
2: it it's the hardest thing
0: what well, God it's, yeah getting that validation from an external source I got to get away from that yeah. when you journal I just started this too over the past year what are you doing? Like, what are your journal prompts? I've heard of different ones, but it is helpful.
2: I just write. Okay. I just write. It could like be... Like, first thing in the
0: morning? Or... It,
2: I typically do it before class. Okay. That's when I like to get all my thoughts out there. That way, when I teach...
0: And these are just things that are on your subconscious? Yep. Like. It's okay. like,
2: I had a really good dream last night, or if I was annoyed with something that someone did, I write it down mm-hmm. so that it does not fester too long.
0: Okay. Well, this is Shay. We had some technical difficulties at the end and it sounded like a a tea kettle. So unfortunately we didn't catch the last few minutes of our podcast, um, with Carlita Cola, but hopefully you learned a little bit of stuff along the way. We left off talking about journaling, um, and celebrating life's little victories, even in your to-do list, like brushing your teeth or taking a shower. Uh, We also talked about within journaling a thing called um, the morning papers where you just literally write as much as you can on three papers to get it off of your subconscious um, for three full pages. Sometimes that can be a little overwhelming because three pages is a lot, but even just writing first thing in the morning to get yourself off that obsessive loop is helpful as well. And then Jayla had referenced... um, the book that she is reading, I believe. And then my little tip too, is we had talked a little bit about the Abraham Hicks emotional guidance scale. I posted that in the show notes, um, underneath wherever the podcast notes are. So just so you can have it as a reference, but it, we talked about moving yourself up on that emotional guidance scale, each step up on it gets you to a a better vibration, a more positive mindset to where you start to feel better. So the lowest part of that emotional guidance scale is, say, revenge, fear, insecurity, jealousy, hatred. So if you find yourself in those moments where you're frustrated at work or frustrated in your family and you're you know, feeling like you want to get revenge on somebody, even if you can be conscious enough to even write that down and try to move yourself up one spot to maybe discouragement, and then another spot to, wait, to blame or to worry, eventually you start to move yourself all the way up on that emotional guidance scale to the point where you can get to positive expectations, passion, joy, and that just gets you to a spot where you're feeling good. Um, So that is a really nice, useful tool, and we'll we'll continue to dive into that more as well. But hope that is good. Just remember, we are the Ask Yourself Why Not podcast with Shea Pentino and Jayla Robinson. Um, You can follow us on Instagram. I'm at Shea Pentino. Carly is at Carly DeCola. Jayla is at Jayla Robinson Realtor. Um, And just remember to subscribe and Rate our podcast anywhere you can listen to podcasts that just helps us be seen more. Hope this was helpful to you guys and remember to ask yourself why not.